Well, we learnt over the weekend that all is not well between the New South Wales Government and the Teachers' Federation, so much so that another strike action is on the cards. From the Federation, Angelo Gavrilatos joins us. Good morning to you, Angelo. Good morning, Marcus. How are you? Well, thank you. It's nice to talk to you again. It's been a disruptive year, hasn't it? It's been a very disruptive year, and the disruption is only set to continue because of a significant teacher shortage that is impacting students' learning right across the state. Um, it's astonishing that the government is attempting to to deny uh, the teacher shortage, which exists from the inner west to the far west, and the shortage is so serious, it's featured in repeated internal briefs from the department to the government. These are secret briefs that have become public now, hundreds of pages, the most recent of which warns that there is a large and growing shortage of teachers across the state. And another briefing which warns, and I quote, we will run out of teachers in five years. Yet we have the government seeking to pretend that it doesn't exist and the briefings don't exist. Well, I had uh, Sarah Mitchell in studio with me on Friday and we had a conversation. I asked her um, these very questions in relation to the teaching shortage and I don't want to say the Minister downplayed it, but it occurred to me that it wasn't so much of an issue. She said that from time to time there will always be shortages. Well, I think it's astonishing trying to downplay 2,000 vacancies that exist right now. How do, you, how do you downplay that? 2,000 vacancies, if we extrapolate from that, uh, 2,000 teachers looking after a minimum of 20 kids, that's 40,000 kids whose education is being impacted. 100,000 students are being taught by teachers outside of their area of qualification and specialisation out of area teaching. And again, internal government briefings show that the HSC results for those students being taught by teachers, and this is unsurprising, of course, Marcus, that those students being taught by teachers out of area, their HSC results are inferior to those of students being taught by qualified teachers. It's just now when, it's, when we've come to the time to address the cause of the shortage, the unsustainable workloads, the uncompetitive salaries um, that are causing the shortages, that the government is trying to cover up the extent of the problem. All right, uh, this well, is quite astonishing. Why have we got to where we are? What are the because issues, of, Angela? Or failure and neglect on the part of the government. For over 10 years, we, for 10 years we were working for a workforce plan. Uh, we know that these things, uh, uh, that these shortages were coming upon us. The government knew as well because the briefings that have been exposed date back to 2019. Briefings that say, as I've already said, we'll run out of teachers in five years. Briefings that say it's uncompetitive salaries and, and growing expectations on teachers and principals that are making the profession less attractive. This is all known to the government and has been known to the government for years. Yet what it wants to do is to continue to deny it. And now we're getting lies and spin. It's astonishing. I'm quoting government briefings, Marcus. There's nothing more that... I, these aren't my words that I've been sharing with you and your listeners these mornings. These are the government's own briefings. Yeah. All right. So it's, uh, it's uh, a salary issue. Um, what have you been asking for uh, most recently that the government's knocking back? Well, the government's own internal briefing shows that since the 1980s, there's been a decline in teacher salaries relative to other professions. 
making teaching a less attractive option for high-achieving students. The decline in teacher salaries relative to those other professions is quite significant, a 10 to 15% decline. Our claim is for a minimum 5%, with a further 2.5% for those people that are most experienced in our classrooms sure. and in promotions positions to restore some competitiveness in teacher salaries. Uh, one of the uh, ideas that Sarah Mitchell floated with me on on Friday was that they were going to, to, to cover the shortage. They were going to look at fast-tracking people into the profession. They were looking at uh, getting teachers' aides trained up so that they could take over classrooms. What, what do you make of those sorts of ideas? Well, again, I go back to their internal briefings. Quote, there is no evidence that this will work. You see, we've now switched to gimmickry. uh, The government's produced a 12-page glossy brochure and they think that that's going to fix the shortage. We've got to address the fundamentals. According to their own briefings, the fundamentals go to uncompetitive salaries and unsustainable workloads. They talk about recruiting 500 teachers over 10 years from the UK, Canada and interstate. Well, we need 3,700 teachers in five years. And with respect to recruiting teachers from interstate, at the same time as the New South Wales government announced this initiative, pardon my sarcasm, um, Western Australia government announced that they're going to recruit from New South Wales. We need to deal with the fundamentals. The government has got to stop the lying. They've got to stop the denial. They've got to stop the spin and act on its own advice, the internal advice from its department talking about and describing the large and growing shortage of teachers. Workloads, teachers' workloads, that's something we hear a lot of. Um, obviously, its you say it's not comparative to the salary that's on offer. Is that a concern as well? Absolutely, absolutely. The, the workload is unsustainable. You know, there's been no change to what we call out-of-class preparation time for teachers since the 1980s for primary school teachers and the 1950s for secondary school teachers. There's been no change at all. And the modern classroom, the contemporary classroom, is a bit, is far more complex than what it was four years ago, let alone 40 and 70 years ago. No change at all uh, with respect to that preparation time, that planning time, that collaboration time, which is only two hours a week. Uh, that is available for primary school teachers. All right. Well, the the minister says that, uh, with respect, uh, this, these aren't my words, but the minister believes that the union is running a uh, uh, a scare campaign, if you like, and uh, a misinformation campaign. How would you respond to that? How can it be a scare campaign or misinformation campaign when I'm quoting directly from ministerial briefings? That's what's quite astonishing about this market. I've been, Marcus, I've been quoting directly from ministerial briefings. I'll quote directly from the minister last year when she says, I recognise there are issues with teacher shortages across the state. That was just the minister last year, and now these shortages have gotten worse. How can Again, I put to you, how can it be a scare campaign, a misinformation campaign, when we are quoting directly from government briefs? All right. Across the board, there are apparently 3,038 vacant roles in New South Wales public schools. That equates to a vacancy rate of around 4%. Is that accurate? Well, the, the, the vacancies are growing. As I said, uh, the vacancies have grown uh, since June, have almost doubled since okay. June of this year. Um, 2,000 vacancies were revealed by the media. 
uh, one metre out there today. It's a real problem, Mark. It's it, we can't deny it anymore. Each teacher vacancy, uh, it causes disruption for many, many, many students. Beyond the permanent teacher vacancies, there are vacancies every day with the un- because of the unavailability of teachers yeah. to replace teachers who are on sick or on leave or, or other forms of, uh, uh, or, or, or on other uh, duties. That impacts every kid because classes are being split, they're being merged, they're being minimally supervised in the playground. You can't deny this, these things. It's from the inner west to the far west. Um, the government must stop the denial and must act on the advice of its own uh, department with respect to the cause of the problem and All therefore right. the solutions required. What about those that are criticising the upcoming strike action? I read this morning there's been around 101 strikes this year. Is that accurate? I mean, do there's we need been, another one, Angela? There's been action in that 101 schools protesting on the okay. occasions that they can't get teachers. That was 10 to 15 minutes protest action in those sure. schools. Okay. Uh, what, what, what has been decided is having exhausted all options, uh, teachers will strike on the 7th of December. This is the first time in 10 years, the mm. first time in 10 years that we've taken such action. And I think that uh, that, is, uh, uh, that is in recognition and, and goes to the very severity of the issues before us. All right. Well, I've got the Minister online. I'm going to speak to Sarah in a moment. What would you say to the Minister this morning uh, in order to... Uh, say you know, stave off this strike action. Uh, what would be the the best way forward for a uh, a solution for everybody in uh, concern? I mean, let's be honest. It's been a disrupted year already with COVID nineteen. It's been very difficult. Uh, we do obviously have some issues with uh, teacher shortage, as you claim. And uh, I don't know whether throwing the salaries up immediately is going to be the answer. But what would you say to the minister? Act on the advice from right. your department. The advice say says uncompetitive salaries and growing expectations are making the profession less attractive. Act on the advice. You know the cause of the issue. You therefore know the solutions required. Thank you for your time. Appreciate it. Thank you.